0: What's going on y'all it's your boy jared the host of the language podcast giving you a need and news and interviews today i'm celebrating a huge milestone today is my 100th episode so i had to give you a heavy hitter to come on the show today so i got my boy somebody i've been known since i was 14 years old i ain't gonna tell you how long we have been known each other so i won't tell my age but i've been rock, rock and rolling this since i was 14 years old at Brothermore high school but i will let him introduce himself to y'all so no further ado, here is Todd McDonald, the president of Liberty Bank and Trust and & Company. Welcome to the show, sir.
1: Thank you for having me, Jared.
0: This is thank an honor you. to be here. Looking thank forward you. to
1: our discussion.
0: Thank you, brother. Thank you, bro. It's been a long time coming. Uh, been trying to get on the show for a while, but now our schedule's aligned and now we can get into it. And I think just It's
1: for you to have a 100th episode. That's episode.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. Thank you for coming on the show. So uh, let introduce yourself to my listeners.
1: Sure, Todd McDonald, as Jared mentioned, president of Liberty Bank and Trust Company. We're headed out of New Orleans, Louisiana, but we have locations in 11 different states. Uh, We are the largest black owned bank in the US and we are the only black owned bank to become a billion dollar bank in the United States history. So happy to be here. I'm also a, a father of three. I uh, married my wife, Crystal, for 11 years, and uh, we still trying to hold it down for New Orleans.
0: That's what's up, man. Thank you. Thank you. Largest bank in America. That's what's up. Huge milestone right there. So let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. So what got you into the banking industry?
1: So uh, my father, uh, who was the president of Liberty for the last 50 years, uh, exposed me to banking as a, as a child. So I'm uh, I'm 42 years old. Kind of gave up your your age range on that one, but (laughs) 42 years old. And I've seen banking. um, I mean, even at the kitchen table, when I was younger, I used to help package bags for turkey giveaways, you know, when I was a little kid. Uh, And so my dad would always talk to me about banking and and his job as a a leader of an organization that can help uh, families and individuals uh, across America achieve their financial dreams. And so uh, I would always engage with a lot of his friends that would come over, or a lot of his uh, business clients that would come over, and I would meet with them and and just be inspired. And so I got a taste at a really young age. Uh, Didn't really know I wanted to go into Liberty Bank I actually kind of took a liking to investment banking, mm-hmm. uh, just really based off of the movie Trading Places. So I, I had commercial <laughs> banking and then Wall Street investment banking. And I was like, that looks a little funner than what my dad is, is going through here. So uh, I pursued um, a career in investment banking through uh, an internship that I had actually in Atlanta um, at Maynard Jackson's, Jackson Securities Firm and uh realized that i did not like investment banking at all (laughs) so um i kind of pivoted a little bit kind of found my legs and you know as i started to understand um you know what my father was doing what my family members who were here at the bank were doing uh it it started to to ring in my mind like okay well um i I would love to to work with my family work with, with my father in this capacity And I've been with the bank for 21 years now, so uh, it's been a blessing.
0: That's what's up, man. That's has been Yeah, I I didn't, I I haven't realized it's been that long, 21 years with the bank. Wow. Yeah, 21. Time flies. All right. So uh, can you give people a little brief background about Liberty Bank and Trusted Company so people have an understanding where the bank comes from, how it started? Sure. So we were founded in
1: 1972 uh, right here in New Orleans on Tulane Avenue. We actually uh were founded out of a double wide trailer so we didn't even have a building when we started the bank uh when my father and dr francis uh started the bank dr francis is our uh chairman uh he built you know or helped build uh xavier university of louisiana uh, and so the two of them my father and dr francis uh were the two that came together and made what liberty is today so started off in a trailer and and now we we uh, we're a full service bank um, we we've been through challenges as as a company um, and we've weathered the storms and so of our 50 years we've been profitable for 45 out of the 50 years so we had five years where we did not make money uh, three were during the Louisiana oil bus in the late 80s I think 87 88 and 89. And then we tried something new uh, and lost a few hundred thousand uh, in 1999. And then we lost a lot of money during Hurricane Katrina. And so when I say, you know, weather the storms literally, you know, figuratively and literally uh, have weathered storms. And so um, back when Hurricane Katrina hit, uh, we were only about a three hundred million dollar bank. And uh, you know, we lost everything. We lost 90% of our staff, we lost 70% of our client base, we lost basically all of our branches except the ones in, in Baton Rouge at the time. And uh, but we 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 bounced back pretty well. And um, we were blessed to to go through that uh storm and 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 get through it and be on the other side of it. And a lot of our regulators did not think we were gonna make it actually. They were like, we were kind of a little nervous. Y'all weren't <laughs> gonna be here, <laughs> so um, so that that's a little history of of the bank and just a fun fact, I guess. Um, in 1973, Liberty Bank lent um, the money for the first African American person to own a seat on the New York Stock Exchange. Okay. So okay. We we lent uh, Harold Doley. Um, I forget how much it was, but uh, he was the first Black person to own a seat on the New York Stock Exchange. And we're very proud of that. That was a year after we opened. And we're still making a lot of investments, making a lot of loans uh, to individuals that are moving the needle for our community.
0: Great. I, I, that was some great information right there. I didn't realize that about the Stock Exchange. Um, you also celebrated uh, over 100 years of being in business, correct? recently right 50 it, years 50 oh 50 years. i'm sorry 50, years. Yeah. 50 my, years my job is
1: to take us to 100. So. right
0: <laughs> right 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 um so let's talk about uh what is banking uh a lot of people just think a bank is just there to put your money in save it open up a check and savings account um and apply for a loan for a business or a house anything like that but can you talk about how bank how bank operates
1: Sure. And I'll I'll talk specifically more around, you know, Liberty Bank and other minority depository institutions. Um, So a bank obviously is a pathway to receive capital. So if you want to start a business and you need a loan to buy equipment, a bank is there to provide that that capital. And so when when you talk about, or, or when the conversation around the country or around the world is talking about access to capital, this is you know, right here in, in this seat is literally where a lot of these connections get get, get done It's ground zero. Um, and so capital can not only help you start a business, but it, it could help you buy a home, help you buy an apartment complex, um, help you buy a, an already operating business. And uh, it could also provide uh, mechanisms to help uh, a person's monthly cash flow. So when I talk about cash flow, Let's say if somebody's making five thousand a month, and you know forty-five of it is going out the, you know, out the door with rent and with bills, uh, debt consolidation loans can provide a, a mechanism for you to retain twenty-five hundred dollars of that monthly income rather than spending forty-five. So um, we're here to be helpful. Um, unfortunately, just fifty years ago. Uh, They did not have a lot of uh, Black-owned banks at all, and a lot of members of communities of color uh, did not have access to capital at all. Again, that's just 50 years ago. So, you know, the the birthing of Liberty and other Black-owned institutions was very important and critical to uh, underserved communities because, you know, if you were Black in 1972, And you wanted to buy a home, the the likelihood of that was was very slim. Or if you wanted to buy a business, an existing business with a loan from a bank, that that was not the traditional, you know, method of of us building wealth in our community. So, um, you know, when you look at banking in general, uh, they had almost about 100 black owned banks during the 80s and late 70s. Early '80s, and then you started seeing a lot of the the banking institutions consolidate. Uh, you saw you started seeing a lot of people uh, going out of business uh, just because of the oil bust and you know all of these different uh, industry ups and downs. A lot of institutions could not sustain. So um, as of right now, they are it's called minority depository institutions. So. Black-owned banks, Asian-owned banks, women-owned banks, Hispanic-owned banks all fall into that MDI category. Right now, to date, there are only 150 of us throughout Mm. the 4,000, over 4,000 banks in in the country, only 150 are, uh, are minority depository institutions. So what does that mean? That means that access to capital to minority communities or underserved communities has a challenge. When you look at our portfolios as a bank, you know, 90% of our loans go to people of color, uh, go to businesses of color, go to uh, underserved communities. So it's not just about color. It's about, you know, if you live in a rural part of, of, of the country and you need access to capital. So when you When you think about MDIs, we're trying to plug a really, really big hole Uh, because, again, 150, we only represent, I mean, low single digit number of the entire banking system. So if you look at other banks that are not MDIs in their representation of uh, loans to businesses of color or people of color represent one or two percent, then you do the math and that's why we're in the situation that we're in where we have a, a wealth gap that exists, an extremely big wealth gap that exists, especially in the African-American community.
0: Wow. I, I never even heard of that. Uh, that's got that's some, that's some crazy numbers out of 4,000 banks, we only represent 100 and, what was it, 150? 150,
1: and that includes Asian, Hispanic, and women-owned.
0: <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Okay. Wow. And, and,
1: and that goes back to the importance of why, you know, we need your support. You mm-hmm. know, if, if we go out of business, then we can't help anybody. So, you know, we we're trying to 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 accomplish our mission and with the support of, of our communities is is very important.
0: Right. I agree with that. Um, wow, that's some crazy numbers. I never I never realized that. All right. So um, so we talked about you can go in there and get a loan for your business. On personal loan. um we're talking about you get a check in savings account. We're talking about the numbers between the minority banking and the majority, the bigger banks. Wow. That's, that's astonishing. Um, so what would you tell someone who wants to get into the bank industry? Uh, what should they do? Should they just uh, get a certification, go to college? Because that's, that's usually the, um, a lot of arguments now. A lot of people don't want to go to school because they don't want to get into financial debt. Uh, What do you recommend to somebody who wants to get into the banking banking, financial industry?
1: Well, from from experience, um, shadowing somebody or interning with a bank would probably be good because you don't want to do like me and pursue your whole collegiate (laughs) career into investment banking, and then you get into the investment bank and you don't like it. So I would say volunteer, intern, get a part-time job in a bank, um, and, and make sure you you. You get it in the in the right bank. You know, some banks have different environments and that might not really match up with, you know, what you're passionate about. So they have a lot of very conservative banks. So if you're if you're in it to be helpful to as many people as possible, maybe that bank is not the right fit. You need a more sort of um, uh, community approach. So community banks uh, or, or, you know, make up a big segment of those 4000 banks. Um, so I would say start there. You don't, you don't need college education. Matter of fact, we took that off of our, our, uh, requirements for, for jobs, because that that's not necessary to, to do what we do. um, um, and I'm not trying to discourage people from going to college by any means, but that, that don't let that hold you back. Don't self-select out because you don't have that, that degree or certification, um, and really just, you know. If you're passionate about helping people, this is a way for you to make money as well as help people. So I, I feel like it's sort of like a nonprofit sort of atmosphere or environment, but we're making money as a for-profit. Uh, so it's cool. It's it's, it's the, the the best of both worlds.
0: Okay. Cool. All right. So so uh, since you've been in industry for so long. What are some of the do's and don'ts um once somebody gets into the industry? Like they they already found a mentor, they started working in the industry. What are some do's and don'ts they shouldn't do? Oh, it should or should do.
1: So um I would say do's in terms of you got to continuously evolve. You know, banking is not going to stay the same. It it's never stayed the same. And it, and it won't in the future. So you have to evolve. You have to be willing to grow and adopt different technology and different practices. Uh, you have to follow the pathway that the client wants to go down. Even though it may not make sense to you, you have to be flexible because if that's where the environment's going, that's where you wanna be. Um, the the don'ts, uh, don't get yourself into personal financial trouble <laughs> because <laughs> You know, you want to you want to come to a place. You know, you want to be in a place of 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 strength and experience. So you want to be able to 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 help people navigate uh, financial ups and downs. So if if for some reason you fall uh, behind on bills or you get into a bad financial situation, try to get yourself out of that situation as fast as possible. And even uh, asking the financial institution that you work for for help to get out of that that financial um, position. Uh, don't, um, I would say don't grow too fast. Uh, we've, we've seen a lot of companies, you know, that, that jump into the industry and they try to grow, you know, a thousand percent, you know, in, in two years. And that's not what this industry is about. Um, you know, we, we're, we're here to last. It's, this is not a, a flip situation, uh. They have, they have companies out there that'll flip banks, but you know, when you kind of look at it, it's uh it's hard for them to do it over and over again because you have to have the right team and the right environment. And you know, also you don't want to tick off the 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 regulators or you know uh things of that nature. So uh especially here in Louisiana with first NBC growing really fast, mm-hmm. you know, you saw how that how that played out and those are some excellent bankers we'll talk
0: about that a lot of people a lot of people might not realize about we have the first NPC.
1: okay yeah yeah um yeah i mean it, excellent bankers they they made some wrong moves and they made some wrong moves be, probably because they were growing so fast and so you want to always have um controlled growth and um and really make sure you, you're sticking to your mission.
0: Okay. All right. And you you talked you talk a little bit about regulation. Can you talk about how banks are regulated? Because a lot of people don't know about how banks are regulated by the government.
1: Sure. Yeah. So the FDIC, OCC, OFI, um, some banks are into different uh, financial services where they're regulated by the SEC as well. And so basically those are the government entities that help us uh, stay in business, basically. They, they are the doctors of our industry. So, um, you know, we we have checkups, you know, multiple times in a year. Uh, we actually just wrapped up uh, an examination last week. Um, and so they're they're there to make sure that we're not doing anything uh, off course. They're, they're making sure that, You know, our audits are being done. Everything is coming back. Everything is reconciling with, you know, the the general ledger and and the balance sheet. Uh, Also making sure that we don't make too risky of loans because, again, we're in this business to lend money out, but number one goal is to get it back as well. So, uh, you know, we all lose if we don't get the money back. So they want to make sure that we're using sound uh, business practices uh, as well as, Following compliance, you know, not charging, you know, Jared an exorbitant, you know, interest rate just because he went to Brother Martin, and Amy. charging, you know, Amy a low interest rate just because she went to St. Mary's. You know, you have to really make sure you're you're following guidelines that are best practices to make sure that everything is fair, fair and equitable uh, as as a business and as a bank. Because again getting access to capital is a fundamental way of building wealth. So we want to make sure that we're we're doing it in the right ways.
0: Okay. Copy that. So um you alluded to it earlier you were talking about that if you uh, one of your dues is to be um technology savvy, right? So what are some technologies that your bank utilizes to, to do business?
1: Well so a lot of um the technology we actually adopted um, you know, years ago, it's, it's really been, um, you know, the communities that we serve typically are lagging behind on technology in, in, some, in some cases. So the technology infrastructure we made an investment on uh, years ago, and now we're starting to turn on all of the, 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 the buttons and, you know, pulling down the levers, but basically giving people access to their money. Uh, across multiple platforms, um, providing you know ways to get what they want and what they need much easier. Um, making partnerships, so we have a partnership with some of the largest banks, so J.P. Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, U.S. Bank, Citibank. A Liberty customer can use any of their ATMs around the world for free. Okay. So when you when you look at again access access if you want to do cash or if you want to do you know we don't we're not into digital coins just yet um that's a pretty you know sensitive and, and heavy topic just because of the security that it involves or the lack of security that that is out there in regards to digital currencies um and you know we're, we're looking at different things like for ai uh in being more predictable like, you know, predicting almost a, a, a repayment pattern for certain mm-hmm. uh, personas. So looking at uh, all of the data and the thousands of loans that we have on our books, you know, you know, it's Todd 42 years old, you know, where does he live? What type of income does he does he take home, you know, all of these different things, how does Todd pay his bills? So we're, we're using um different forms of technology to analyze that even further so we could actually predict and say hey tom look we, we saw your credit card balance was getting to the to the max you know here's the extra five thousand to ten thousand dollar increase because we we're your bank We we want to be there for you and you don't even have to come in and sign any papers we're just going to automatically do it through technology so that's that's a lot of the different benefits that we're focusing on and investing in.
0: Okay, cool. All right. Um, we're all just getting out of the COVID pandemic and I know um, a lot of people, uh, some people like still go into the banks a lot. Um, how did COVID impact your business during that time of the pandemic? And how did y'all get out of it?
1: I mean, it was as crazy for us as it was for everybody. Uh, <laughs> You know, it was um, it was scary, but um, you know, it, it was also amazing on how the U.S. recovered from it. And you know, SBA PPP loans were critical to to us getting on the other side of COVID. Um, had a lot, a lot of businesses that that we provided PPP loans for. And you know, we we gained a lot of business just because some of the the larger organizations, just because of the size, could not handle all of their customers. So we had a lot of customers going into, um, you know, banks like Liberty, and they've heard of us, but they never did any banking with us for whatever reason. And then when we helped them with the PVP loan, they saw, hey, this is a community bank. This is a bank that is just as good as some of these other institutions. And they actually treat me as as a client, not not a number. So a lot of the smaller banks, a lot of the community banks, um, you know, got a really good reputation because it it, it makes all of the sense in the world for you to have a relationship with a financial institution. Excuse me. Even if you have a bank account at a larger institution, you probably don't want to put your eggs in one basket. So you, you want to have multiple relationships, especially when you're dealing with finance.
0: Okay. You want to leverage on it? Why is this uh, so important? Because a lot of people think it's better just to keep all your money in one bank instead of multiple. You want to leverage on that one.
1: So Sure, I think you could use banks for 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 different things. I mean, you know, some some banks are gonna give you a higher interest rate, but may not be the bank that approves your business loan um some banks give a lower interest rate but maybe the bank that approves your business loan so it's a it's a it's a balancing act and um you know we don't try to be everything to everybody we we know who we're a good fit for um you know we're not trying to compete for uh for uh deposits on a daily basis you have banks out there that are you know changing their interest rates on a daily basis so they can get as much as possible and in, and in, um, in, in it kind of reflects their business model so maybe they don't need as much deposits or maybe they need more deposits than, than, than they have and they have to be competitive we, we try to keep an even balance so when you look at um, you know purchasing homes purchasing businesses purchasing equipment certain banks are going to provide easier access uh, or harder access to, to some of those products and outcomes. So you, you, you really want to have probably two to three banking relationships. And, okay. you know, your main bank account with like a Liberty Bank is, is very important just because the way banking works, the amount of deposits we have, we try to lend it out. So if you're only keeping $50, you know, and we're one of three uh, bank accounts that you have and you have $50 with us, that's not helping us move the needle in terms of our mission and in our capacity. So we would appreciate to earn your business, to have your main account, to have your direct deposit from your, your employer coming into our institution. And then we lend that back out and then you could park, you know, other savings accounts and stuff like that, uh, elsewhere.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Cool. Um, so, so since you're the president of uh, Liberty bank, So what would you recommend to somebody who is looking for opportunity to work in the finance industry as far as like, they're trying to get in and like hiring process, what do you recommend they should do to get on in the banking industry?
1: Well, I I think you can visit our website. We have job postings, prettybank.net and, you know, poke around and, and see where you want to get involved. But. Uh, banking is, is not the most attractive industry in today's time. I mean, you know, finance, uh, is very necessary. Banking is very, very necessary, but it's, it's not, you know, Google is not meta. Um, and so, you know, recruiting in for bankers is actually challenging. We, we don't have a lot of people that want to get into this industry, especially a lot of younger folks. Um, they don't. They don't necessarily see the connection uh, of what we do, how we do it, and why we do it. Uh, it comes kind of later down the line when they're trying to pursue different financial goals of themselves. Um, so yeah, check check out you know all of the job websites. Check out your banks. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't, know, I don't know if I said that properly, but it's it's, it's fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you answered it. I I, I, didn't, I never realized that young people were, would didn't want to get or uh, not appealing to the banking industry. That's kind of crazy. I didn't re, never realize. I thought I thought they would because that's how you have to access capital. Okay. Uh-huh. So, um, so talk about um, being the president of Liberty Bank and how it was when you got the news that you would be selected as the president of Liberty Bank and what are your day to day duties as being president of Liberty Bank.
1: Yeah, so when, um, when you know, the board and the in the in the board meeting when they you know voted me at, to be to become president, um, I mean it was an honor, blessing, um, something that I worked you know hard for, um, just because my father, you know, started the bank along with Dr. Francis. I, I didn't you know that wasn't gonna get me this position just because of that. So um you know it was it was full circle. Um I hopefully God willing I'll be here for a very long time and in this position and leading this company in in significant ways. Um and you know it's it's uh it's it's a good fit. I I think you know people are always like, well, you know, what if you won the Powerball? You know, would you quit your job? And I'm like, no, actually, I would double down on, <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> I, I'll try to do exactly what I'm doing, you know, if I won the Powerball, but do it on a, on an elevated level. Um, and so just understanding that about myself, about uh, my career path, about my upbringing, understand what, what experiences have led me to this position and, and why Um, some of the choices or some of the things that I've done around here were successful. Uh, it's, uh, it's very, you know, rewarding. Um, you know, my daily duties are are basically to make sure that the bank, uh, is profitable. (laughs) So the way we, we stay in business, uh, we make loans, we make good loans. Um, and we stay in compliance. I mean, those are kind of the, the three main things that, um, you know, as a leader of a bank is is basically responsible for. Obviously, a lot of details, you know, but, um, you know, I had a conversation with the largest black owned farm uh, company in Alabama on Friday and their fifth generation uh, business. Okay. Uh, so amazing conversations, you know, we're gonna do some business with them. Their family has been owning uh, thousands of acres in Alabama since 1877. Mm. Um, I engage with with companies like that. I also got a phone call this morning where uh, a client's uh, son is uh, going through a breakup and uh, he and his partner uh, or, you know, they bought the house together and now he wants to purchase his partner from the house. And so, but you know, he doesn't have good credit. And so I have those conversations as well. So it could go it could go, you know, from A to Z. Um, and, you know, I've, uh, um, always constantly trying to figure out different partnerships on, on how we continue to grow. If we don't grow, we're not going to stay in business. Uh, and that's mostly, you know, what we've seen. So Liberty, we've acquired 12 different banks over our history. And most of the time the institutions that we've acquired, uh, were sort of stale. They, They didn't adopt new technology, they didn't adopt new practices. And so just making sure that we continue to evolve on a daily basis.
0: Great. Great. I, I'm glad you said that because uh, when I was doing research, I, I saw that you bought numerous, numerous banks. And so how do you all go about uh, pursuing purchasing banks? Like, are, they, are the banks advertising them for sale? Or is this something you just go to, go to them with an offer? How does that work?
1: It could work a couple of different ways. Um, typically... We purchase failed banks or yeah. banks that are in trouble, and we turn them around. Uh, you know, once we incorporate them into our platform, uh, so there, there, there are failed bank opportunities. They are banks that um, don't have a succession plan, so you know their board is very mature, their leadership is very mature, and they don't have a bench of talent. To follow follow them and and continue that bank's legacy, so those become purchasing opportunities as well. And then um, you know you have banks geographically or strategically might be in a certain lane of of business that you that's attractive to you and you, you want to pursue them. And so you uh, start to have a conversation with them and, and seeing if they would be willing to sell and merge into to you know to to your institution.
0: Okay. Cool. So um, I have a few more questions for you because I know you're a busy man. Um, so uh, how do you, how does the board work and how do you become a board member? Because it's very interesting to me because I didn't realize that banks had boards. Um, yeah, I, thought but, on, I, was, I thought it was only for nonprofit organizations and uh, public trading companies.
1: No, no. So uh, Liberty, we, we're a privately held company. Mm-hmm. Um, We have less than 100 shareholders, so our company is really tightly held. Uh, Our board uh, is made up of of individuals that that share the passion and the mission that that we've, you know, run with for the last 50 years. So individuals that uh, are connected to the community, individuals that um, are experts in their fields, whether it's legal, whether it's accounting, whether it's, you know, business ownership or um, you know, Mm -hmm. such as Dr. Francis, you know, leaders of education. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we really try to find the best in class uh, individuals that have um, sort of the same North Stars, if you will, Uh, individuals that, you know, carry high morale and, and, you know, uh, ethically uh, operate in in very good ways. Um, And uh, because you don't want to have someone you know, on your board that's just in it for the money. Mm-hmm. You want somebody that has empathy, that understands challenges when challenges present themselves and not not run away when, when the tough times come. Um, so it, it's, I'm not going to say it's threading the needle, but you have a lot of different factors that, you know, come up in, in, in selecting a, a board member. Uh, okay. The last time we did, we have myself, and two others become board members in 2015 or 2017. So it's been a while since we've added. But um, we are looking just because our geographic, you know, kind of footprint, uh, we're looking for more diversity from a geographic standpoint. So um, so yeah, that's, that's our board makeup. But, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of banks, they'll, they'll, they'll have board members that are initial investors. So You know, starting a bank is is really hard, um, especially nowadays. And so uh you look at new banks, newer banks have a lot of individuals that uh invested money in their institution and get started, actually become board
0: members as well. Okay, gotcha. All right. So um let's talk about uh your work life balance and how you're able to maintain doing being president of a bank. Uh, being a father, husband, son, uncle, all that good stuff. So how do you, how do you, uh, balance work life?
1: Uh, I'm not, I'm not in balance. I'm not, <laughs> um, you know, it's, uh, you know, my wife of 11 years, she, she really helps sort of manage me. Uh, so she's, she's my boss as most people would say, um. Mm-hmm. And so she'll say, hey, you know, you've been on the road, you know, two weeks in a row. You need to go to the basketball game. You need to go to the piano recital. Um, You know, why don't you take the kids to practice? Uh, So she really makes sure that I'm very attentive with with my kids and and engaged. I I bring my kids to school every day. So I'm the drop-off man. Uh, (laughs) And so, you know, we have conversations in the car, all that good stuff. And then for my wife and I, you know, we have our date night, you know, Wednesday nights is our date night. And um, on the weekends, we try to just spend time just with ourselves. So sometimes we'll, if I have an event to go to to, to represent the bank, I'll I'll do that. But for the most part, Saturday is kid fun day. And Sunday is kid fun day and rest day and going to church, of course. Um, so we try to really spend quality time on Saturdays and Sundays.
0: Okay, I like I like that plan. I, yeah, I used I used to be the, uh, most of the time, bring kids and pick them up stuff, but now they think they they grown now, so now they want to catch the bus. So okay. it's all good. I mean, hey, I, I, I didn't like it at first, because I, I actually like dropping them off, picking them up all yeah, yeah. and talking to them, but now I got used to it. So I am like, hey, now I got for more free time. All right. Uh, right. right now, <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, uh, speaking, in, working in the community, and stuff like that, uh, let's talk about all other organizations that you are in.
1: Uh, I'm oversubscribed. Uh, than, uh, <laughs> I, I, I do like to get that. I'm a part of an organization uh, most of the time. But, um, you know, one one board that I'm on is the National Bankers Association. Uh, so that's based out of D.C um and that's uh, uh that's a, a board that i'm really proud of um i'm also on the city parks board i just joined the city park uh board okay. Congratulations. Um, thank you thank you and um and actually well i, I guess i could say it in here because it's not public but it's not secret anymore but i became an honorary member of the zulu social aid and budget club right I'm, right I'm, I'm welcome welcome to- <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Looking forward to uh thank to spending you. more time with that organization because um, you know, the organization does a lot of cool things and especially uh in the community. So um, so yeah, I would say those are top three. I'm on a on a lot more. Um I, I decline positions more than I do in accepting them and I I'll, I'll probably try to to step off a few of them just because it's you know, I'm missing the meetings just because I'm just, I'm, I'm
0: overcommitted. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, I can to talk about your frat, man. Come on, we got to talk about your frat.
1: Hey, look, Alpha Phi, Alpha <laughs> the Incorporated is also a, a good <laughs> membership that I'm, I'm honored to be a part of as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, helping out with, with, you know, different things around the community or, you know, I'm going to LA, Next week, and I have a a function with the alphas out there that I'll I'll be a part of, and you know, so yeah, like I said, I I, I go on and on about you know, memberships and stuff, and all of them are important. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just you know, how do I manage the time and and, you know, commitment to each of them,
0: right? I agree. I mean, I'm in several organizations, but now I'm in two organizations with you at the same time. (laughs) Um, shout out to Coterie. Uh, yeah
1: exactly exactly yeah.
0: you know what i'm saying so yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot to be a family man working and being given back to community um so let's talk about what is the future you see for liberty bank trusted company what is your footprint future
1: sure so um you know we're we're evolving so making sure that our digital evolution is uh is very crisp and you know, very functional and and, and very efficient. Um, you know, there there are bots out there where, you, you know, you can get a bot to do certain things So we're looking at. All right, what are the pros and cons of that? Because we don't want to become too digital, you know, where the computers start to take over us. But, um, you know, we, we do know we need to evolve and, and become more efficient, more cost um conscious about the, the way we navigate the future we always want to grow um, and growing doesn't necessarily translate into a lot of branches we, we try to keep our business model pretty lean uh, on the on the physical operations side of things um, but I, I see the bank just continuously growing and and being more of a, of an expert in a space that you know is necessary um, we don't want to just help. This community, just because that's where we locate, we want to help the community that we're not even located in, but we we still are applying our expertise in lending uh, to those individuals, families, and businesses, uh, so we can try to bridge that that gap or or make that that gap um, smaller in terms of wealth for the communities that we serve. So when when you talk about growth, you know, how do we do it for a million people? How do we do it, you know, for two million people? So, um just continuing down that pathway, uh, making sure we stay aligned with our mission and uh, just being here for for our clients.
0: All right, cool, all right, I got a couple more questions, then I'll let you go, sir. so right. uh, what was that moment um, that you realized that you were being successful, that you you were on the correct path? being successful?
1: um I would say, you know, going back to my statement earlier when I was like, "Well, if I hit the powerball, do I want to go sit on a beach?" And I'm like, "No, like
0: <laughs> you know,
1: maybe I go for one day or two days, whatever." But like, I want to double down on on, on what I've what I've what I've been doing for the last 21 years, mm-hmm. uh, and so that that's you know success to to me. Um, you know, another moment is when um, so Jamie Dimon, Chairman CEO of Jamie Morgan Chase. Uh, he invited uh, my dad and I to do a panel with him in in New York at their headquarters, and it was it it was broadcast around the world at every J P Morgan uh, office. And uh, my dad actually at first said he couldn't he couldn't make it, and they were like, okay, well we'll we'll just take Todd, you know, you, you don't have to come. I mean, Todd Todd's president anyway, right? So I was yeah. like, oh man, like. <laughs> this is pretty real, you know. Uh, always, uh, always kind of un- underestimate uh, myself sometimes. So I'm like, no, I am an expert. <laughs> I'm very, <laughs> very, very good at what I do. And and yes, I can talk on the stage with Jamie Dimon. So, but also, I, I, I ultimately convinced my dad to come and and it was a really good event. So it's myself, my father, and Jamie Dimon, um, like I said, on, on stage talking about you know how do we help communities build wealth and um you know JP Morgan's been an excellent partner for for liberty um they they they've been an excellent mentor we are actually a mentee bank of JP Morgan so they only mentor okay. banks in the United States and we're one of them okay so uh, we brilliant. have a really really good relationship with them and 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 they help us think through through different things and um they they're very um you know invested in us
0: uh for for our future okay that's what's up i i, I didn't even know banks i didn't even know banks did that the Menti programs that's what's up congratulations yeah. on that thank you thank you all right um so uh, i have one more question i just drew a blank but i was about to ask you <laughs> it'll, it'll come to me um so uh well Thanks you for your time. I appreciate you. Oh, this is what it was. It wasn't a question. It was a moment that um I had when I I saw you at that um J P Morgan event. It was at the Riverwalk. Oh yeah, uh, yeah,
1: I remember um, that.
0: Yeah. uh, I forgot it was a partnership with J P Morgan and I think other influencers, um, Mm -hmm. Mm finance in New Orleans area.
1: uh, The the Shark Tank guy.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
1: Damon John, Damon John.
0: Yeah, Damon John, Damon John was there. Ian Dunlap uh, spoke a little bit while she was there. So, uh, so what happened was I got that late because I got the time wrong because my son had a game and I thought it was going to be later than it was supposed to. We got that late. And so I walked in with my son. And so I guess people was like amazed. I had my, at the time he was only eight or nine. and So the lady bought us all the way in the front, (laughs) in the front row. And so my son was there taking notes on the iPad, and I didn't know you were gonna be there. Nice, uh, nice. <laughs> and so um I saw your name on the panel. I was like, Oh, that's Todd. I'm like, oh so I told my son, I was like, hey, I'm with the school. And You know, that's one of my good friends. He's yeah. with Brother Martin. Um, yeah. he's the president of Liberty Bank. He was like, Really, yeah. really, really? So <laughs> I say that to say that um that you really, really uh shine the light uh, to my son about financing and like being okay. in the leadership roles. And now he wants to start his own business. He wants to be in the finance industry. He doesn't know what he wants to do yet. He definitely won't be an entrepreneur, but seeing right. people of color in uh, high leadership roles really inspired him. Um, so right. when, when he saw you and me, I, after the to introduce who you was. He was like, man, that's crazy. he's the president, he's the leader of a banker. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thank you for uh, doing things like that because you impacting the younger generation and you might not even realize it so i want to thank yes, you no,
1: no, I, I appreciate that thank you for that <laughs> feedback I, I did not know I was, doing, I, was, I was doing my job that day it seemed like
0: right right use all the panel everything I was, it was crazy it was crazy it's a crazy sound um but uh that's all i got for you sir um i want to pre- thank you for coming on the show for my 100th episode thank you You're thank welcome. you nigga. um let the people know where they can uh um uh, Come to Liberty Bank, follow your services, or you can follow yeah. you. I know you're not a social media type of person, but yeah, let them no follow your business.
1: LibertyBank.net is our website. Um, our colors are black and green. So if you don't see black and green, you have the wrong, wrong website. But um <laughs> uh, again, we're down in New Orleans, headquartered here. Um, I'll pop around in different different parts of the city and then I I, I travel a lot. So uh so you might see me in a picture here or there. But uh like Jared mentioned i'm I'm not on social media i I, I don't really have a lot of time uh, So that's, that's one of the things that I, that I that I gave up uh so that I could spend you know time doing other things so but thank you Jared for for your platform thank you for having me honored to be your hundredth episode guest like I said I was trying to coordinate that myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I th- thank you for what you're doing. Uh, exposure, exposure, exposure is is key uh, mm-hmm. for our kids, for for us as as professionals. If we're not exposed to something, then we're going to go uh, without knowing. And and you know when when you experience certain things and when you expose people to certain things, just like your son, now he has a different aspiration. Um, now he knows that this can be done. So mm-hmm. thank you for for, for providing your platform to do just that.
0: Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. All right, y'all. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, Make sure you subscribe, follow, and like this. Share, um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Facebook, LinkedIn, everything across the land. Thank you all for joining us. Peace, we out.
1: See y'all.